Welcome to the Mark McSee Supersonic Food Marketing Podcast, brought to you by BDO, the trusted accountancy and advisory firm. BDO really are the go-to team to help your hospitality business succeed, providing expert support and advice across all your corporate finance, due diligence, tax and accounting needs. BDO have been a champion of our industry for many years and are really proud to support many of the best brands in hospitality. If you want to make sure your business is in the safest of hands financially, BDO would love to take you for a coffee to understand your business vision so that they can help you get there. Get in touch today at bdo.co.uk to chat about how BDO can help take your hospitality business to the top and please say that I sent you. Supersonic. 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 From Supersonic Inc., this is the Mark McSee Supersonic Marketing Podcast. The rocket fuel podcast for food, drink, and hospitality businesses everywhere. Listen up. Tell all your friends and share with your colleagues. Every single episode is packed full of tips, tricks and advice on how you can make your brand boom. What do you think it would be like starting your Instagram channel for a little bit of fun, promoting your hobbies and then all of a sudden you have almost 200,000 followers? You give up your job and you do this full-time where you're a professional influencer for food and drink brands. Well, that's exactly the story of Eloise Head, who is better known as Fit Waffle. Eloise has been so incredibly successful on Instagram and on YouTube as well, putting lots of effort into amazing content that's iconic and also has really sort of helped lots of independents and smaller brands get a far greater reach than they possibly ever could. I have a really great hour chatting through the murky world of influencers, what it's like to be an influencer and what the future of influencing looks like. So it gives me the most pleasure ever, grammable <laughs> pleasure ever, um, to introduce Fit Waffle, <laughs> aka Eloise. Hello. Hi. How's hi. It Thanks going? for having me. Yeah, it's, it's right. good. No worries. And hi, Bernie, who's in the background. So. <laughs> the so, other half of yes, the Yes, yes. Wh- which part? The fit or the waffle? Um, I'm going to say the <laughs> careful, waffle. Careful, careful, careful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm so glad to have you here and I'm so interested because a lot of the podcast that I do is maybe like a bit more business stuff mm-hmm. or founder stories or things like that mm-hmm. and one of the questions from teaching social media workshops and having clients and all these things is all about influencers sure you know what's going on are they any good how do they do <laughs> it what's the ROI did it so we could probably do a part one two three four five on this as, as time goes on yeah but that's it we'll start on part one um so and where have you traveled up from today um, so we're based just outside the New Forest, ah, near Southampton. So right. Southampton's our closest city. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit of a bugger to Yeah, get I up. mean, it's about an hour, 40 minutes drive mm. to London. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're on a four hour <laughs> But commute. we're up here quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you can see. And 
I mean, just the success you've had, which we'll we'll delve into. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable, right? And and you know, I look at my own Instagram and stuff, and just go, Jesus, I'm like your total amateur, you know. So when you see, you know, how it's just exploded for you, it's yeah. it's really incredible. So a thing to do, I guess, is go back a bit mm-hmm. and just figure out how all this started. How it started so. Yeah. What was going on? When did you first hear about all this stuff? You know, how did you how did you sort of get on with it? Um, I mean, so basically, where sort of Fit Waffles stemmed from mm. and the name and everything is we started off as like a fitness slash food account. Okay. So we basically started posting a few fitness posts, mm-hmm. like a few, I guess, nutrition posts. Mm-hmm. Um, we had started a blog at the time at the time as well, um, and we were basically just using, I guess, Instagram to help promote that. Mm-hmm. And we thought, oh, you know, other people are doing it. Like, let's give yeah, this yeah. whole Instagram thing a go. Yeah. Not sort of realizing or even thinking that we'd be doing what we are doing today. Like it wasn't actually even food based, not entirely food based Uh anyway. I mean, like my background is fitness. Mm -hmm. Like I am a qualified personal trainer. Um, I was always into like gymnastics and dance Mm -hmm. and going to the gym and stuff like that. So I guess like a lot of people that are interested in fitness are also interested in food. Like it's a big part of your life. (laughs) It's a big part of everyone's life. So yeah, I mean the connection, I mean it sort of started when we were posting almost like our cheat meals. Mm -hmm. So we would go up to London or wherever like once a week and we would have either like a cheat meal Mm. or we'd make it into like a full cheat day. Okay. Um, So then we'd post maybe like a burger or some fried chicken or something mm-hmm. and we found that it would just do really well on instagram mm-hmm. in comparison to some of the other posts so mm-hmm. we might be getting like 50 likes on something and then you post a burger and it gets 500 right and you're like oh okay you know like maybe we're on to something here yep. so we started posting more and more food mm-hmm. less and less fitness yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> less and less sort of like advertising the blog because i guess yeah. our page didn't really have any substance yet yeah. everything was very new yeah. but people were definitely interested in the food mm-hmm. and you know even sort of back in the day where we might have had like a thousand people looking at our page mm-hmm. um that people would still say like oh where did you get that burger from or like can you recommend this or right. you know like there started to be this real buzz around yeah. london and around like i guess dirty foods yeah well what sort of years was all this then when was um, this happening so we started actually posting food to our account mm-hmm. just over two years ago Blame me. Mm. That's been huge then. Yeah. I mean, the first year, I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't successful, Mm -hmm. but I think, like, I mean, what are we on now? Like 175,000? Yeah, I think you were around that, yeah. Bernie? Was it 177? (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Um, I mean, we grew something like 30,000 in the first year, and then like 140,000 in the second year. Well, it's interesting because when, I mean, when I booked you kind of thing, but when we agreed to, to mm-hmm. do this, um, I think you were on 133 even then. Yeah. And that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah. So is it just like a kind of hockey stick thing yeah. when you get to a certain height, it just goes? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know because mm. it, it does seem that way. Yeah. It seems very slow at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember getting to about 15,000 and it just felt like it had almost come to a halt. Yeah. Like it was just really Plateaued. slow. 
Um, and then we kind of built it up again. We got a bit of momentum going. Mm. 30 to 50 felt like nothing. Right. And then 50 to what we're at now yeah. feels like nothing. Just it just, it, Yeah, it just seemed to get quicker and quicker. And was there any advertising involved? Was there any recruitment no. of followers? No, nothing. Nothing, like that at nothing. All? no. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, I think what did help us, and I mean, you can never say exactly what it was that was like the main kicker, I guess, mm. but um, some big accounts, like, you know, maybe pages with like a million or something. I remember Complex posted up mm. one of our food pictures once, and that can give you a bit of a boost. Yeah. I mean, you might wake up with an extra thousand followers, mm-hmm. and if you're only at like 15,000 or something, that's suddenly like a big boost. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, you get that a few times yeah. and you don't always get that amount mm-hmm. you know you might get a boost of say 200 mm-hmm. but it's still like if a few people do that if a few like million follower accounts repost your photos yeah. then eventually you know your photos are going to be everywhere yeah yeah so and, and yeah. do you do you tag them in any way or watermarks or anything or is it so well, our, so our well actual... stylized, yeah. That people just recognize it. Some people have said that. Yeah. You know, they have said like, "Oh, I know your photo when I go on." Like, I, would I know say that's that. a bit waffle picture. Yeah, I would say that, <laughs> which think, is cool. Yeah, yeah I, I think you've got this really interesting way of sort of squeezing the back of the burger so that it all kind of <laughs> yeah, sort of splays out kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, which, that's it. Tilt it up. Yeah. Get, get underneath it. But no, I, I think you've got quite an iconic style on that, and I think um, <laughs> there's very few others, certainly on the brand side mm-hmm. that I see that I would really pick it. I think, sure. I think yeah, Bleaker's yeah. probably one of the most yeah. iconic, but yeah, apart yeah, from definitely. that. So before the Instagram was the blog mm-hmm. and website and mm-hmm. all that, then what were you investigating? Other channels as well? Were you look testing Facebook, Twitter, all so, these other areas, or were you just focusing on Instagram? I mean, like at first, I would probably say that we just started up everything. Mm-hmm. So it was like, right, we're going to do a blog, we're going to have a Facebook page, we're going to have a Twitter page, and we're going to have an Instagram yep. page. And we thought we'll just get all the handles and we'll just work on everything. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard to work on everything. Yes. Um, especially when you don't know much about anything, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you're trying to work a blog and you're trying to work on like SEO and stuff like that. Like, how is my blog going to be found? Mm-hmm. But you really have to focus on them individually, I think, yeah, to actually sure. grow them. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we were both in full time work and trying to work out and run everything else. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we just found that we were focusing on Instagram probably more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And that's what we ended up making our focus. Yeah. It's yeah. time and actually like putting in the work. And, and also, it's quite interesting. I mean, a lot of the stuff we're talking about doing these social media workshops mm-hmm. and stuff is kind of looking at the purpose of each of the yeah, channels. Sure. Yeah, So yeah. with Twitter, it seems to be, well, just angry people, but it seems <laughs> to be, <laughs> it's just day. terrible, yeah. Just angry people. It's awful. <laughs> um, but it's so, news and events, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, and then when you're a, such a visual yeah. brand, it's, yeah. it's like it's quite difficult. a difficult thing. It is thing. difficult, yeah. And then Facebook, you know, it seems to be a lot more around... I think the way it's going for me anyway is like communities and yeah, groups and I hubs and agree, yeah. you know and so you, maybe you've got something around the love of the burger or something. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so so then it's do, talky, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I think so. Um, but it is hard to do it all well, and I think yeah. the struggle brands have got as well. You know, thinking about the operators that you know and love, and especially let's say it's Pop Brixton or something sure. like that. Yeah, how can they possibly do it really well and 
they're actually running the shop yeah. and they're actually cooking yeah, yeah, and they're actually doing it. you know yeah, it's too much everything. it's too yeah. much so when was this a first brand interest did it come to you or were you set up saying i'm ready to engage with brands now to, to to do this on a promotional level no i would say that we just kept sort of doing our thing mm-hmm. um and i guess the brands came to us because uh-huh. at first as well like you don't really know what everyone else is doing you yeah. don't know what opportunities are out there mm-hmm. you don't know what people are looking for yeah. it's not until the first person comes to you and says hey you know we want you to run a competition mm-hmm. you know and we'll give you a hundred pounds to do it yeah, yeah. and it's like oh we can charge for this sort of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. like when obviously at first you're just doing absolutely everything for yeah. free yeah um so yeah i would definitely say like the first restaurant or brand came to us can you see who that was can you remember um i think the first ever competition we ran mm-hmm. for money was from the athenian which oh, yeah. is um like a greek yeah they're quite cool yeah, I mean, that's the first ever sort of real money I think I remember uh-huh. receiving. <laughs> and what was it, an Instagram message? It was Did a... They... Um, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then you just saw this and were like, whoa, yeah. hang on. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, people pay for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what sort of level were you around then? Maybe 20,000 right. or something. It yeah, might yeah. have been higher than that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I remember we, we didn't get much or anything free or paid for until at least 10,000 followers. Yeah. And then people start taking yeah. you sort of seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you start taking yourself a bit more seriously as well. Uh, yeah. You know, I, you I feel like so. you've got a bit more to offer when you're at, when you have a bit more of a following. And then once you're getting to that critical mass stage and, mm-hmm. and all the rest of it, how long did it take you to have your voice, to have your style, you know, was it a joint effort where did you look for for inspiration was it a test and learn you know what was yeah sort of i mean i would definitely say that it was like a trial and error kind mm. of thing um i mean of course you know you you find what you like mm-hmm. so i would find myself going through instagram and going oh i like that picture screenshotting it and mm. thinking let's recreate it yep. or you know like i like what they've done with the colors there or mm-hmm. i like how they've edited that and you start looking at things that you like and finding your own style from that i guess mm-hmm. um and then also it's also what does well yeah you know so if you think if well you know if if you find a picture that is edited in this kind of way or is this type of food and it goes crazy, mm-hmm. you think, right, how can we do that again? Yeah, yeah. You know, or it might be a video or something. How can we recreate a very similar video that's going to produce the same results for yeah. us? So, yeah, you look at, I guess you look at other people, you find what you like. Because mm-hmm. me and Bernie like different things. Yeah, yeah. Like if we're doing like a carousel post... You're trying to find what's the most engaging front picture. Uh-huh. We'll always have a different opinion okay. on what picture we think should be like the thumbnail. do you have little, little bits on that or do you just see Oh, what no. Happens, well, or? in the end, I say, right, well, you will post your picture and then if it doesn't do well, I'll blame you. <laughs> I'll take it down. <laughs> and vice deleted. versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, it's, but I think it's good also, you know, you've, I mean, even with the name, you know, that you've got that yin and yang yeah, thing yeah. going on. So yeah, I think sure. having a bit of friction, creative friction, like that's uh-huh. a, a great thing, you know, because yeah. it'll make a better yeah, result definitely. in the end. I mean, we've definitely got two different opinions on things. Mm-hmm. So, and I think we all, well, we have to meet in the middle when it comes to it. Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to have, I guess, because Bernie's really interested in all, like, the statistics mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm very interested in the creative yep. and, you know, what things look like and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And, and what are you using for, like, stats and stuff like that? Do you just use native? Just Instagram. Yeah, you yeah. just use the native stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good enough. There's a tip for everyone. You don't need to spend an absolute yeah, fortune yeah, on all these analytics it. things. Yeah. yeah. So then, what's a typical visit for you then? So let's say... Our friends at Suvlaki Street, mm-hmm. I think they've yeah, used yeah. you before, and lovely people. And <laughs> so, you know, you, you head up there. What What's the preparation? What's the the, the day? The post there? Yeah, how does all that work? So, you know, how much work I mean, goes into it, it varies between what sort of, I guess, work we're doing when we mm-hmm. go there. So we run restaurant, well, we run Instagram accounts for restaurants. Uh-huh. So if we're going up to do like, as well an actual as doing photo your own shoot, thing. as well as doing right, our own. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if we're going up to do like an actual photo shoot, mm-hmm. um, we're probably looking at a good portion of the menu, mm-hmm. if not the whole menu, with some people, because if we're run, if we're posting to their Instagram page on a daily basis, mm-hmm. then we're going to need at least thirty pictures, thirty yep. different pictures. Yep to basically post their account each day. Okay. Um, so that will look very different to whether, say, we might have been invited in for a meal and we've never been there before or, you know, we're just maybe getting, like, I guess a meal for two. Uh-huh. Um, then that will look very different. So on a shoot, we can be there for three to four hours. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we're just having a visit, we might only be there for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and we will literally, we'll sit down, we'll shoot the food... And then we'll eat it half cold. <laughs> <laughs> and what about, um, you know, you're representing these other brands as mm-hmm. well. So are you doing that in a fit waffle style that you know will work on Instagram? Yeah. Or yeah, we are. you're doing it in their style? You're doing yeah, it in your... so I mean, for, in our opinion, or well, what we think, yeah. is that what works it it works for us for a reason you Mm -hmm. know we produce photos that are engaging that people like want to click on and they want to engage with so when people come to us and say hey like can you run our instagram Mm. account we want you to to do that for us um you know we we do it in our style because Mm -hmm. we know it works Um, and sometimes you can post something slightly different and it still works you think okay maybe we've got a bit of flexibility with their following Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean we found that sometimes I mean they almost have like a cult following yeah so, you know, they're so into the brand mm-hmm. that no matter what you post, mm-hmm. people are going to engage with it yeah. or they actually read the caption. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, these people read these people's caption. Yeah, yeah, they're actually doing <laughs> So it. actually, like, it's actually really important to focus on what you're saying, not just what you're posting. Yeah. Whereas for us, we can write exactly what it is and people will still comment and say, what is this? And you're yeah. like, come on, yeah, <laughs> read exactly. the caption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not all the time. It doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so, some people are just very visual. They just see the picture and that's all they need. Yeah, yeah. And then what about, oh, well, can I jump around on questions? But I'm just really <laughs> curious, which is, you know, when you're doing a post, for example, mm-hmm. hashtag rules, how are you going about sort of harvesting the, the right hashtags or... How many are you posting? Yeah, what are yeah. you, you know, what, what, what's I mean, your views on all that stuff? There's a maximum of 30 mm-hmm. that you can use. Um, and we've tried, we, I mean, we've sort of played around with using anything from like 
five to 10 Mm -hmm. to 25 to maxing out at 30 to see what's sort of working at the time, if it makes a difference. And we haven't noticed that That much much. of a difference between what you're using. Um, And I mean, I think only recently there's been more like analytics come out that you can actually see Mm. how many people have found your posts specifically through hashtags. And I think they're actually bringing out what hashtags have been your most popular hashtags. I don't even know if we've got that analytic yet on ours, but we've seen other people have, which is interesting. That yeah. people have got different things. Well, it'd be good. It'd be good to look at that definitely. Oh, and, definitely, you know, it'd be really helpful. <laughs> and what about? Are you like worried about guidelines and the the advertising agency and all that yeah, sort of stuff? I mean. It's it's a difficult one because, again, everyone's got a different opinion on mm. it, whether you should be hashtagging ads on everything you mm. do, you know, whether you're it's free or paid for, mm. whether you should state whether it's complimentary, invited, but it's all very vague still. Mm. You know, there's, yeah, there's no, I guess, to, like real rule that says you have to do this or you have to do that. Yeah. And some people do it religiously and some people don't do it at all. Yeah. And no one's getting pulled up for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think at the moment we're in this very grey area where it's suddenly being announced that, oh, you know, this whole Instagram influencer is a thing mm-hmm. and we've somehow got to regulate whether it's an advertisement or it ne- it basically needs to be more transparent. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it will become a bit more clear mm. with what we actually need to do at yeah. some point in the future. Yeah. Obviously, when it gets even more popular and sort of known to what what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I think that'll be good, but I I think it I think it was Alison from Avocado Social was was mm-hmm. talking to me about it, and she was saying. Some of the best practice they're talking about is putting a hashtag ad yeah. first, yeah, and then yeah, a line, sure. and then your thing. Yeah, yeah. But it does it does kind of put you off. I a mean, bit some when people you see hate it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some but, people think, oh, here we go, another ad. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I like I like the way that you do it. You know, you've got yeah. your nice little sort of phrase about yeah, this yeah. is for the purposes of the yeah. you know I think that's I mean quite it a nice made the most sense to us yeah yeah you know because that's exactly what we're what we're doing yeah yeah it's it's not vague it's very transparent yeah. it says you know this is what we're doing mm-hmm. because the way we view us and our page and I guess our brand mm-hmm. is we are content creators we're yeah. not reviewers we're not bloggers yeah you know we create photos we yeah. create content mm-hmm. um we don't necessarily review things yeah so that's yeah. always that's always something I really fancy doing actually doing the old food critic thing yeah. I always thought was really excited about really yeah I don't know. <laughs> so what about um, the photography side of things mm-hmm. then so how did you learn how to do it how did you pick all that up did you go and study something is it just as it happened or? I mean yeah it's a funny one because like if you scroll back like way way down our page mm. Our first I'm going to know that you said awful. that. Right, okay. So bad. Like I look at a burger and I'm like, why did why did yeah. I take it like that? But at least you've kept it up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You could have been a bit prissy about it. And yeah, yeah, completely. Rich. And thought, yeah, oh yeah. no, I'm rubbish. Let's yeah, just yeah. give up now. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's good. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, I never. I've, in all fairness, like, I've always. I've always enjoyed art. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed photography, mm-hmm. but it's never been something that I've really studied. Yeah. I've just, uh, I guess I've always had maybe like a, a bit of a creative edge. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that I can see something that I like mm-hmm. 
and I can work on trying to recreate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've never really learnt photography or, yeah. I mean, I use my iPhone to take yeah. pictures. Well, we're just talking <laughs> so about many people that do. Before we started recording and I think, you know, what you can do with it now, I mean, most, most of the stuff in this podcast, to be honest, yeah. I'm doing off an iPhone yeah. mainly and the video clips, you know, you're just, yeah. oh, the software's good enough for you to yeah. be able to do it. You know? Oh yeah, I mean, iPhone cameras or just, you know, phone cameras in general yeah. were incredible now Yeah, uh, yeah and they're just so easy and convenient. And yeah, it's definitely a good, but I mean, the fact that you've made a business out of this, so <laughs> when was the day that you went, because I think I saw the post a wee while ago saying you've quit your yep. job and yep. when did that sort of become a reality so i mean i quit my job at the beginning of the school holidays not on this pur- year. yes this year not on purpose i probably wouldn't have planned it that way ah, right. <laughs> but what was it probably five weeks ago now right. um so it kind of the what made me quit my job i guess mm. is I was getting so stressed out because I wanted to do all these things yeah. and just didn't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there would be days that I would come home from work and it wouldn't have been a stressful day, mm. but I was in four personal training sessions. I also had to get this part of work done and this part of work. Yeah. And then I get home at four o'clock and it's basically time to start preparing and do stuff for job. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, we post around anywhere in between sort of five and six o'clock most of the mm-hmm. time. Um, and then we also post at nine o'clock in the evening mm-hmm. as well. Um, but Reasons when, for that? It's it's the time that we find our followers are most engaged. Okay. So it's generally after work time. Mm-hmm. So six o'clock tends to hit our UK following the most. And nine o'clock seems to hit our US following huh. the most. East Coast, West Coast? Not sure. Ah. Yeah, not sure. I'd have to look into that a bit further. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's really amazing you saying that as well, because I'm always so UK focused. Yeah. You know, for but obviously there's a whole world out there that's following. I mean, yeah, Instagram is well, it's worldwide, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we we wanna we wanna try and target everyone really. And what the cool thing is about it is we now have friends in other countries, whether it's Miami, New York, or you know Denmark. Yeah, yeah. You know because everyone's connected through this one platform, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and what about the other platforms? And what about YouTube and mm-hmm. TikTok? We touched on yes, when, before yeah, we yeah. started uh, recording. So yeah, w- what are you thinking about the the rest of the channels as well? I mean, so we, I've, I mean, I've always wanted to start a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and you know, just, I guess, branch out a little bit more from just food and just Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we did quite a few, like, travel videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And some of them, we've actually got a video about Key West on Uh YouTube that's done really well. Uh I mean, considering we've only got, at the moment, like, what, 1,500 or something subscribers Uh on YouTube, because it's just something we haven't... I guess, worked on that much like we focused on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We've got a video in Key West that's on something like 160,000 views now. So there's definitely, well, there's definitely room and we definitely can create some, Mm. I guess, travel style videos that would potentially do well. And I think it would be good to branch away from Instagram a little bit Mm -hmm. just because, I mean, you know, if there's ever a problem with Instagram... 
I don't want it to be our only platform. You know, yeah. if, if Instagram goes down, then our whole business goes down with it. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure that our brand is, I guess, bigger than Instagram. You know, mm. it's got multiple avenues and multiple platforms yeah. to it. Yeah. And what about like YouTube? Is there scope for a food, maybe more of an extended food program on there? Or, yeah, maybe. You know, that could be quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, I still think we're trying to, I guess, find our feet with YouTube mm. and I guess find our voice on it mm -hmm. because there was a period of time where. I managed to get my act together and <laughs> we were posting once a week to YouTube. Yeah. And you do start to gain a little bit of momentum from yeah. it. And then like our Key West video, we just get one video that goes off and you're like, yeah. ah, okay, like we, you know, we can do this, this can work. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it would be it would be good to do a bit more of that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess just post what we think will do well. Yeah. And then fi find out. Yeah. And then, yeah, the one everyone's talking about, the TikTok yes, one at the it's moment. It's so new, isn't it? Well, quite new. You're doing well on that. Yeah. So I it mean, was musically, right? It was music yeah, yeah. Yeah, mu musically. Musically, yeah. 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 <laughs> one of those. Yeah. So back when it was uh, music, musically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we posted a video on there and it was just a chocolate banana. Mm -hmm. And I thought... How can I put some music on the back of this chocolate banana without paying for any music and without using a computer? Like, I was just oblivious at the time. I yeah. thought, oh, I know. I'll put it on this app. I'll break it down into three parts. We'll get some music on the back of it and I'll just download it, not knowing that I'd get a watermark over it. But anyway, I posted it and everything and then I just left it. Mm -hmm. About a month later, we came back to, I think it was still Musical.ly at the time, mm -hmm. And this one video that we had posted, and it was, yeah, basically three 15-second videos. Okay. I think basically the middle video had five million views. And we had gained about 20,000, I think they're called followers on TikTok. Right, God, I don't know, actually. Yeah, um, yeah so we'd gained about 20,000 followers. And between these videos, mm -hmm. yeah, it had racked up like about five and a half million views. We didn't even have a profile picture. Uh, had you, <laughs> like, is there, is there discoverable stuff on TikTok? Can you hashtag it or anything you like that? You can hashtag, yeah. but I don't know exactly how it works. Ah. Um, I mean, I guess you can be found through hashtags. Yeah. I know you can get trending hashtags. Uh -huh. So they do challenges and stuff as well. Okay. So I think if you can like be big on one of those challenges mm. and have a popular video, I mean, basically what had happened to us is our video had been featured. So it had been right. featured by TikTok uh -huh. and hence it gained 5 million views. Yeah. We also had a little crown, which is now a popular creator badge, which we've hung on to. Great. Um, and we've now got something like 55,000 followers on Jesus. it from not doing much. Yeah, yeah. You know, from literally posting a few yep. videos that are already on our Instagram, mm. just putting, trimming them down to 15 seconds, putting some music to them yeah. and chucking them on TikTok. Do you remember what song? Oh, no, no, no. It was something completely <laughs> unknown. Oh, was it? Yeah. Right, I don't right. even think it had lyrics. Right. There's one song that I put on there and it's uh, like about donuts and it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> you can find a lot of interesting songs on TikTok. Yeah, well, I, I think it's just such a, a cool thing that there is something new around mm. that, you know, could be interesting. And the thing, you know, we're always sort of saying to people is, you know, when there's something new, go and figure out how yeah, to use it. Jump on get it. on it early. Yeah. 
it shouldn't be too much of a waste. I mean, because you you know wasted time maybe on Jelly. I think was out a while ago and yeah, medium that, hasn't problem, really happened. Isn't it? And, some you know, of them. There's loads of hype about them, yeah. and then they just crash. Sort of die, but, and you go, oh. But it's worth it's worth a little bit, isn't it? Just yeah, to, just it is, to see yeah, what happens. Yeah, completely. From Supersonic Inc., this is the Mark McSee Supersonic Marketing Podcast. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is brought to you by the good folk at BDO. BDO have been long-term supporters of the hospitality sector and they are really passionate about supporting innovative entrepreneurs on their journeys and they also want to give you the right advice and support to grow your business. Just in case you don't know, BDO provides tailored advice to the sector across corporate finance, due diligence, tax and all accounting matters. BDO work tirelessly to give their clients the advice that they need when they need it to succeed. For more information on BDO and how they can take your business to the top, go to bdo.co.uk. Hashtag ad. And what about sort of technical stuff then? So, Mm -hmm. you know, equipment, post-production, you know, what would someone need then to, to sort of do what you're doing? So to actually start and just creating like an Instagram page, mm-hmm. I would just say you literally just need a phone. A phone that takes good photos. Mm-hmm. Um, use natural lighting. You don't even need lights. Yep. Um, and then in regards to, I guess, like the editing process afterwards, I've always used Photoshop and Snapseed and okay. sometimes a bit of Lightroom, but all the mobile platforms. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't need to go out and I guess buy an Adobe package if you don't yeah, want yeah. to. There's free versions. Yep. Snapseed's great. Like I know it's a really popular app in like the, the food industry at least mm-hmm. is, um, you know, a lot of people do use uh, Snapseed. Yeah. Need to have a wee check of that. Yeah. And, and what about Instagram stories then? Uh-huh. So what are you seeing there? Are you concentrating more on stories now? We are. Or? We're okay. trying to, yeah. I mean, I think the one of the biggest changes for me is I started to put my face on there mm. because up until probably only six months ago, maybe, mm-hmm. it might be a little bit longer, um, I don't think people knew who was actually like behind I the know. page. And... I, I quite liked it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's quite nice to not have to think about it and just post food and just yeah. be a food page. Yeah, yeah. But I think especially when you're you're talking to brands and you're meeting people and it's from other countries and yeah. stuff like that, people like to meet people. Yeah. They like to know who's actually like behind the page. So I started talking on Instagram stories a mm-hmm. bit more and just trying to utilize them as sort of you know, this is me, like, this is who runs the actual page, like, Mm -hmm. this is what we do, and people, in turn, engage back with you Mm -hmm. a lot more, like, we get so many questions now, not just about food, but one of the most popular ones is, oh, so how do you stay in shape and eat all this food, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because people see that, oh, we go to the gym, or, you know, it's, uh, yeah, you know, you can do both kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, well, again, that's the the genius of the name but I think um wh- what were you th- sort of, what were your feelings I guess when you were first lit up the camera to put it on you I was so nervous yeah yeah I felt so stupid uh, well I, I think it holds a lot of people back you know yeah, massively and, and I remember um uh you know back in the day I watched a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk stuff mm-hmm. you know and he was a bit like what's what not talking to me just one of his videos mm-hmm. just saying 
what's stopping you? You know, yeah. like who yeah, cares what people say? You yeah. know, once you get over that, yeah, then I, th- I think it really yeah. Is quite I liberating. mean, that's definitely more of my attitude now. Mm. It's like when I stand up outside and I'm holding a burger and taking a picture of it and people literally go past they laugh at you yeah and just don't care no (laughs) it just doesn't matter yeah yeah yeah, yeah, exactly yeah and what about any sort of learnings then from you know doing Instagram and doing Instagram stories Mm -hmm. any sort of tips or things that went dramatically wrong or you know anything like that um Touch wood, I don't think anything's gone dramatically Mm -hmm. wrong, except for if you make any sort of mistake, people will jump on you for it. (laughs) You say something wrong, like pronunciation Uh or anything like that, people love to jump on that and correct you. Yeah, 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 definitely. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I guess learning wise Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's almost just looking at what works Mm -hmm. so you know if we find that posting something to our story does suddenly does really well Mm -hmm. it's like okay how can we recreate this yeah you know we found that we posted a few like dessert videos that we posted to our page Mm -hmm. on our stories and they did really well Uh they did really well on our stories and then you know stuff like polls and asking questions you it's amazing how many responses you actually get to mm-hmm. them you know you can get like three thousand people said yes it's like whoa yeah, like yeah. that's quite a lot of people actually like tapping engaging. on your stories actually engaging with you but then what is your phone like then how do you handle the incoming i mean stuff? so basically all notifications on my phone uh-huh. are completely silenced uh-huh. so i don't get any notifications yeah. that actually pop up on my phone for instagram not even messages mm-hmm. So I actually have to physically open the app. You need to be ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And actually click the messages to see what, like, you know, who's messaged. Um, Notifications as well. You just click the little heart or whatever it Mm -hmm. is. And that shows you who's commented and stuff like that. Because otherwise, you know, sometimes in the first hour of posting, you might get a thousand likes and a hundred comments. I can't have that pop up on my phone. No, no. <laughs> well, just that, that's leading into sort of self care and well being oh, and, and things like that. Yeah. So how how do you sort of? I know it sounds a bit silly in this day and age, and mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but it's a serious point, which is you know how do you stay mentally strong if you do start delving into the feedback and yeah, all yeah. these things? You know what do you do? I mean, I think for us now is we treat it as a business. We mm. don't treat it as personal anymore. Mm. So, you know, and I think it is easier being like a food page because the worst thing people says is, oh, that steak's not cooked. Right. You know, they don't get personal with you. Good. And I think it's very easy to detach yourself from that. Mm -hmm. I have had some things that have, you know, hit me a bit more personally, Mm. Um, more on YouTube, because obviously you really put yourself out there when you're on Mm. YouTube. It's a 15 minute video or however long of you talking. Yeah. Um, And same, same on Instagram, you know, you say something on the story and some people might turn around and say like, oh, like I didn't like this or, you know, they, they might just get a little bit more personal And you just have to go, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did you think about working with, um, you know, bloggers and Instagrammers and all the rest of it from your side? Uh-huh. Um, you know, what is it that you're looking for from clients? You know, if, I don't know, a pizza place got in touch mm-hmm. or, you know, um, a French restaurant or whatever it is, 
you know, what's the perfect brief for you, and and what do you like to see clients sort of sort of giving you as a brief? Um, I mean, I guess obviously in regards to a brief, that's completely up to them mm. because they're the one paying you. You know, you're basically the one being employed to do the advertisement. Mm. So they need to, I guess, be as clear as possible in what they want, Mm -hmm. but also understand that we're not necessarily going to change our style or what we do just to fit in with a brief. You know, if you're coming to us, it's because you like our style or you like what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So almost like let us be creative. Mm -hmm. You know, you're coming to us because what we're doing is working. It's, I guess what I don't like is when it gets very controlling. Mm. You know, oh, well, we need you to post this. We need you to do this. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, actually, we, we don't want to do that or we personally don't think that's going to work. Yeah. And some people are great and they say absolutely fine you know let's do what you want to do because if you think this is going to work and you've got experience Mm -hmm. in it then great you know let's give it a go whereas you know other people sort of go oh no well you know we need you to do this yeah so yeah i think there has to be a balance yeah yeah completely and what about you know the traditional things that companies are doing so you know the they'll have a bloggers and influencers Uh night yeah um to launch a new menu Mm -hmm. Is that the right way to go about things or do you think you get a different thought on that? I have to admit, we haven't, we don't go to as many of them as, I mean, I guess we're invited to Mm. uh, or as many as I see other people going Mm. to. And a lot of it is because we're not actually in London all the time. You know, we don't live here. So we actually physically can't get to one, especially if we're asked the day before. You know, so, you know, tomorrow night, it's a Tuesday. Can you come up to our bloggers evening? It's like, no, I'm going to be in bed and I've got work the next day. (laughs) And, you know, it's expensive getting up to London, you know? It is expensive, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the only thing that I find when I have been to events like that is you never come away with the best content. Mm -hmm. So... As much as you might get, you know, 10 influencers in and they might all be taking pictures Mm. of the same food, they all either come away with the same pictures, half of them might not even post. And usually it's down to the fact that you haven't got the like the content that you wanted especially in winter you know if you're invited down to a seven o'clock influencer evening or something it's pitch black outside it you you know you might be in a restaurant that has very dark or like very orange Mm. lighting i'd probably go in and say oh my gosh how am i going to shoot this yeah so actually you might come back and say look, really sorry we didn't get the content that we wanted to, Mm -hmm. but we'd be happy to come back and reshoot the food to post it to our page because we don't want to post something that's rubbish. It's not going to do... You know, r- rubbish really is in, point. you know, photographs from our point of view. And they're always but it's not going to be good for them and it's not going to be good for us. Maybe it is about mornings then, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, just before <laughs> lunch or something. That's a good point because, again, restaurants are doing it at their potentially lull period. Yeah, of So course. they'll do it between like a six, you know, yeah. half five and a yeah, seven. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So that's interesting. Yeah, sort of doing it that way. That's, yeah. a big, that's a big thing. Yeah, and I mean, also sometimes, you know, if you are bringing out 10 dishes for 10 different people, yeah. there's a chance that because you are doing so much and it could be obviously within like restaurant opening mm. times, 
it comes out and maybe it's not as presentable as it could be. Yeah. So you would have been better actually just inviting one or two people in at a time, mm. doing your, you know, doing your best to actually make it as presentable as possible, you know, getting the good lighting and letting the influencer be creative yeah. and do their own thing in their own time. Mm. Then everyone crowding over one table and 10 dishes or something or five dishes yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone coming away with the same shot or something yeah. that's actually the not same great. Shadow over yeah, it. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, this body image. <laughs> yeah. And then what about um, sort of successful partnerships you've had mm -hmm. then? You know, is there any sort of spring to mind in terms of like highlights and ones that have went incredibly well? I mean, so in regards to, I guess, our work and the most work we do mm. is, as we touched on earlier, is we run other people's Instagram accounts. Mm -hmm. So we run restaurants' Instagram accounts. I mean, the first one we ever started running was one in Bristol okay. um, called Ui Diner. Okay. And they've also opened, oh, must have been over a year ago now, um, they opened Ui Vegan. Okay. And they, ba I mean... They started off, uh, you know, not really much of a following. All their page was all mismatched and everything. And we've created a real, like, brand on their Instagram page. Mm. So all the photos are now uniform and people come in and they show the picture and they say, what's this? I want this. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, like their Instagram page yeah. is a visual menu for people. Oh, and, thing. you know, they're up to like 40,000 followers now. Great. And they're a really good engaged page as well. Mm -hmm. They're almost one of these people that has like this cult following. And how do you spell that? Is it you? Um, Ui. So it's double O, double U, double E. Double O. What? E E E okay. So, so yeah, I need to check that out. Yeah. Man, I think you're gonna get a load of phone calls after. Yeah. After. Um. So yeah. So and then your own sort of personal posts as well. Mm -hmm. What what seems to be working the most? Is it burgers? Is it the wraps? Is it pizza? Is it desserts? Yeah. I mean, generally, it's something that's either over the top mm. like a tray shop mm -hmm. so it's got six burgers three portions of fries and two milkshakes in it or yeah, something yeah. people love to see i guess like extreme things yeah. like a bit over the top so tray shots are something that does really well mm. and yeah the other thing is like burgers or a lot of cheese or fried chicken and mm. something that's very like up in your face it's yeah. something that is considered i guess like a dirty food yeah, yeah. i try not to use the whole like clean and dirty no. Oh, no, but you know thing. what I mean. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It's, it's a food, food that people go, oh my gosh, you know, like that that looks yeah. absolutely delicious. Filthy, so yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's so yeah, cool. those those ten those foods tend to do well on our page. People love desserts as well. Yeah. So videos of desserts, like creating things. Well, I've seen a lot of the ones you've been doing with kind of like the banana. Yes, like, yes, and that's that from Choco Fruit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they yeah. do quite a few events and like pop-ups as well. Mm -hmm. But mostly we go down, we see um, them at South Bank. Uh -huh. And yeah, it's just chocolate over a banana or over fruit. And it's so simple. The margin people, must be amazing yeah, on yeah. that, you know. Um, and then a couple of things as well. I was just looking at time as well. I need to let you go soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, just what are the sort of steps and advice that you would take if someone was rethinking their Instagram page? So let's say they're looking at it and they're going, right, you know, they're a, I don't know, they're a sushi restaurant and mm -hmm. they're going, I've had it with this, um, apart from giving you a call. You know, is there some yeah. things and some practical advice that they you can do themselves. Yeah, just to have a look at it, really? I mean, I would 
start by, I mean, look at your actual pictures and see what's doing well. Mm -hmm. You know, is there a picture that has done a lot better than your other pictures Mm -hmm. and why? You know, is it close up? Is it more vibrant? Is it a video? Is there something Mm -hmm. really interesting about the picture? And then trying to recreate that. And then looking at the pictures that aren't doing well, you know, maybe it is an interior shot of a restaurant or it's uh, the face of someone or something like that. It's not to say that you can't post those things, but it's just realising what does well and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, on a lot of the restaurant pages that we run, you will only see the food posted on their page because it's the only thing people are interested in. We might put, the interior say on their stories or if they're selling merchandise Mm -hmm. that might go in like a story highlight or Mm -hmm. something but unless we can make it really engaging we try not to put it on the page Mm -hmm. because it it doesn't really serve a purpose i guess yeah so i think you have to work to the strengths of instagram Mm -hmm. so you know what works best on the page what works best in the highlights and the stories Mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that um, and yeah, just focusing on what works yep. and then trying to recreate that. Yep. So, you know, whether it is, you know, say a sushi restaurant, you know, a massive boat of a lot of sushi, yeah. maybe that would work. Yeah. Or maybe it would be a nice close up shot and it's really vibrant and mm. or something like that. Maybe yeah. that works. Maybe they both work. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, maybe in a dark room where you can see this tiny bit of sushi on a plate over there, yeah. maybe that doesn't work. No, I <laughs> What sort of budgets do you think people should have then for, you know, this kind of activity? You know, uh-huh. what, what you sort of recommend in the budget should be like monthly? I think it's a difficult one. Uh-huh. And we've found it difficult yeah. because there's no written rules. Mm. There's nothing that you can compare to because everything's so new. Mm. So I don't think people know what to charge. And I don't think restaurants even know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's very hard if you're sort of setting a budget from our point of view or from someone else's point of view. I guess what we've got to take into account is how much time it's going to, um, you know, how much time it's going to cost us on like a daily basis. Yeah. Then when we're actually going up to do the photo shoot, how much time is that? Mm-hmm. And then you've got your travel and then you've got all like your national insurance and your tax and all the boring stuff. Yep. What are you actually left with at the end of it that you're actually making a profit out mm. of? So, I mean, that from our point of view is something that, you know, we, we need to look at. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just, it's very difficult because you have nothing to compare to. Yeah, it's all really new. It's It's, very new. It's difficult, you know, because just a lot of figures are bandied around. I think what I like about what you're saying is it is quite focused. So it's it's less look after my Instagram channel and then it gets into loads of community management and all this stuff. Whereas I think starting at that content creation point, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, the main focus yeah, really yeah. I think that's like you know quite an interesting way for people to kind of consider it you know yeah, and, and, sure. and, and sort of take a leap in um the last few things I was going to ask you was um just we do this little thing called mark out a 10 uh-huh. at the end so uh yeah I was going to ask best city to eat in so I would either say London or Miami uh-huh. but I've never been to New York okay <laughs> so gun, gun to your head London or Miami um because I know it, London. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then favourite restaurant ever? Okay, so um, we went to a place in Winchester uh-huh. 
back before we started Instagram called the Chesil Rectory. Okay. And it was incredible. Okay. Mm. And was it a fancy pants place? Yeah, or? pretty fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, ah. com- not, you know. Yeah, not two massive, stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, we didn't spend thousands. Yeah. Well, that's, oh, <laughs> but so no, it was what, really, really good. Was it just like classic? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think we had like lamb, like a chocolate mousse thing. It was, it was very nice. Yeah. And what about favorite dish? Absolute go-to dish. What's your favorite thing? I mean, so probably you know, I mean, the lamb dish from the Chesil Rectory was amazing. If we're talking about, I guess, more Instagram and what you would find on our page, Mm -hmm. I am partial to a Bleaker Burger. Yes, because of one. (laughs) I've had Sana on the on the podcast. She was wonderful. Um, and then best drink what's your go to tipple so I'm not much of a drinker uh-huh. Bernie actually doesn't drink at all uh-huh. so I'm I do like a really good Oreo milkshake oh really <laughs> yeah. what, do you make that yourself or you need to go somewhere to get it no I'd probably go somewhere to get it where would you get that where's oh, I don't want to say it again oh, Bleaker. Oh, is it, oh, did Bleaker, did Bleaker do Oreo they do a really ah. good Oreo shake yeah so I just always have strawberry ah Need to check just, that out. Just plug in Bleaker right now. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, sure, Liam will be in touch. Um, and then, worst restaurant ever. Where have you? What do you avoid? Where have you had a shocker? Okay, so I won't name and shame, uh-huh. but we've had we've been to a burger place, and it was actually in Cardiff. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was the worst burger I've ever had, and it actually made like your tongue feel rough afterwards. Yeah, I didn't. Not I barely touched it. Oh, yeah, did you first few bites, or did you just be British and walk out? I can't remember. Uh, Again, it was at the very, very beginning mm. of our Instagram page. Yeah, I mean, we probably were. Well, we probably only had about a thousand, yeah. a thousand followers. Maybe not yeah, even that. Yeah. So yeah, it was in it was in our more, I guess, experimental. Um, past yeah. when you know we were just going around to everywhere and just yeah, trying just all these different things, just checking it out. Yeah, yeah. you know, oh, we're in the area, we've heard this place is good, like let's go. Um, one bad experience we did actually have when I think we had something like maybe 20,000 followers, mm-hmm. we went to another burger place, okay. <laughs> seeing a trend. funny that, yeah, yeah. and experience wise, basically, we had we'd been invited in. And we, yeah, we were, well, yeah, invited in for a free meal and we were expecting just to sort of get a burger and fries and a drink each Mm. kind of thing. And we sat down and at first they brought out something like four dishes and it was at the end of the day and we weren't that hungry. Mm. So we're suddenly thinking, oh my gosh, how are we going to eat all of this? Or, you know, let's just try it all. So we photographed it, we tried bits of it, took it away. How was it? Oh yeah, you know fine thank you bit full you know (laughs) and it it wasn't great either so anyway they took away those dishes and brought out four more and we're going oh no so anyway we sort of thought well we'll be polite we'll take some more pictures but again we we didn't touch it so we're sort of thinking you know like do we say anything so they took away those Mm. they brought out more we couldn't believe it. We, in the end, we basically had to say stop. Yeah, yeah, I'm really sorry. You've <laughs> yeah. got the wrong idea. Yeah, yeah. completely. Yeah, I wow. mean, you know, we weren't being paid. We weren't told it was going to be a photo shoot or anything. And all you can eat. Yeah, yeah, completely. <laughs> and yeah, I just felt so used as an Instagrammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just felt yeah. 
slightly dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah completely. Uh, well, I think on the right day that would have been awesome. You know, oh, if you were completely. if you were starving, yeah. you'd be like, yeah, wicked. Yeah, this is that's great, right it. On. But yeah, you hadn't, you hadn't planned oh, on that God, one. No, no. Huh? And then the final thing then was just any tips and advice for people wanting to start out on this journey, whether it's as an individual doing what you're doing, yeah, or or for brands to 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 yeah, just give their Instagram a bit of a boost. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would just say, just find what works, Mm. you know, find what is out there, what's working for other people, Mm -hmm. you know, like look at our page or look at, you know, someone else out there that's doing well, that's actually being really successful at Mm. it. Find out what they're doing, find out what's working for them, you know, find the picture that's blowing up for them or the video or whatever it might be Mm. and try and replicate it. Or if, you know, if you are completely different, and you know you might be sushi, and yeah. uh, but you know have have a look out there and just find out what works, mm-hmm. because if it's working for them or if it's working for you, you know if you've got a cake on your page that has done really well, mm-hmm. it might be that your followers are really interested in cake or desserts. Mm-hmm. You just don't know it yet. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to find that out. So a bit of trial and error. And, you know, don't be disheartened if some of your posts don't do very well. Because mm-hmm. there was plenty of posts that we did that I look back at now. I think, I can't believe I ever posted that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you start somewhere. And yeah. there is almost a point in our page where it does start to come together. And you, there's yeah. almost a point where you say, oh, okay, actually, like... We started to look at our page as a whole rather Mm. than individual posts. Mm -hmm. So it was like, right, so we don't want a whole grid of burgers. So we need to split that up somewhere. And just, yeah, just looking at it as a business and a portfolio. Mm. You know, how how is this going to look or how can I make this look as good as possible? And just going from there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, treat it as a business. Yeah. And yeah, just actually, finally, any influencer heroes? So who do, you, who do you look to for inspiration and who do you think's doing a really good job and So there's one person who's actually from California who's actually now a friend mm. and I remember always looking at his page and going this looks incredible I want to recreate this shot yeah. and that's a person called the Irregular Lens Okay and basically he's uh, he's from California uh-huh. and I just think his posts are amazing you know they're they're all very different and it's usually it's all very bright and all his stuff's taken outside mm. and, you know, he might be holding a tray of this or a plate here and a plate there. He does a lot of group shots and yeah. I just think it's a really cool page. Yeah, yeah. worth checking yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, well, listen, I better let you both go and get back to your lives <laughs> and back to shooting and eating and all that stuff. That's it. <laughs> but this has been great, you know, really fascinating to you know, actually sit down with someone who's really doing it well um, and that people are looking to and you know <laughs> and also yeah just congratulations you thank know you. sort of making a business out of <laughs> yeah thank you at, you know literally nothing so it was yeah that's yeah great. completely you know it's really you. brilliant so yeah wish you well wish you both well and thank um you yeah much. i'll see you again yeah thank thanks. you <laughs> thanks a massive thanks to eloise for coming down and talking all about being an influencer and what it's like to be fit waffle Huge thanks also to all of you for listening. Thanks for all the messages that we get every single week and all of your reviews and ratings across the social media platforms. Huge thanks to BDO, our sponsors, for helping us since day one. Really appreciate the support and it really wouldn't happen without you. 
A huge thanks to Gaz and Gabby for putting together the podcast every single week. It really, really is a lot of hard work and they always hit the deadline for Tuesday at 6pm, so thank you so much. So this is me, Mark McSee, signing off. Bless you for listening and I really hope that this episode has given you enough value that will help your brand boom. Boom.